This podcast is a segment of the book, Godly Grit, scheduled for publication in late spring or early summer 2021. It will be available at Amazon as a Kindle ebook, in paperback, and as an audiobook. The stronghold of agony is the experience of physical pain. The offense in agony is betrayal. This type of betrayal is not one you can easily ignore, because with agony, your own body betrays you. If you are suffering under the stronghold of agony, your world gets very small very quickly. Pain is tangible. You feel it, yet the source of the felt pain is often unknown. Pain's origin can be physical, emotional, existential, or spiritual. This chapter is not a thesis on pain's pathophysiology, but will show how physical pain's subjective experience can be a stronghold. Physical pain is a loud voice that demands attention. This loud voice is a very powerful distraction, yet you are the only one that hears its screams. Pain is a stronghold in that it causes you to focus on yourself. You feel compelled to focus on the area of pain to find a solution. At times, the solution becomes a stronghold, as we will see in an upcoming chapter on addiction. When it comes to the human experience with pain, physical pain is the one that is most easily recognized and identified. Suffering from a biological source can be named, like headaches, backache, tooth pain, etc. This physical pain has a specific location and quality, and most often a pathology causing the pain experience. On the other hand, non-physical causes of discomfort or anguish, which feel the same as physical pain, are often tough to identify. Yet, this is the type of pain the enemy uses most often as a stronghold. The field of pain management is controversial and filled with difficulty. Pain is subjective. There is no blood test to evaluate someone's pain score. In the end, we are left with a complaint of anguish and limited treatment options. Regardless of the cause, the experience of pain is real and can come from four different sources. The first we are all too familiar with. You stub your toe and it screams out in pain. This type of pain is called nociceptive pain. Nociceptive is the medical term for the kind of pain that comes as a direct result of physical damage. This pain occurs in the nociceptive nerve fibers when they are activated by inflammation, chemicals, or an injury. This type of pain has an identifiable cause and usually lasts a short period. The next kind of pain is called neuropathic. This pain is the result of damage or disease affecting the somatosensory nervous system. The cause of this type of pain is often more challenging to determine because it is usually not connected to a specific injury or event. This type of pain can be continuous or episodic 
and usually lasts for a prolonged period. Another cause of physically experienced pain occurs when there is an enhanced pain response. In this situation, the pain-sensing nerves are overactive and send out pain messages even when there is no nerve damage. This type of pain is called hyperalgesia. Individuals taking or who have been on opioid pain medication can develop hyperalgesia due to the pain medication. In this situation, their pain may worsen because of the drug prescribed to control the pain. In the presence of opioid or alcohol withdrawal, an individual will experience physical pain. This type of pain is often severe and constant. This type of withdrawal pain may first show itself when a person reduces their daily dose of prescription opioids or when the amount they have been taking is no longer adequate. Do you see the diagnostic dilemma in treating physically experienced pain? Bob is a 55-year-old mechanic who has had two previous surgeries for lumbar disc disease. The operations failed to control his pain, so he has been on a moderate dose of prescription opioids that have allowed him to continue working for the last five years. Bob has heard about the opioid crisis and would like to get off the medication. He sees his primary care doctor and they decide to wean him off the opioids. This weaning task is difficult and often takes months. Two months into the process, Bob presents back to his physician, complaining that his pain has gotten so much worse he has had to miss days at work and is afraid he may lose his business. The question is, what is the cause of Bob's increased pain experience? Is his pain coming from increased damage in his lower back? Is his pain more pronounced because he has developed hyperalgesia from the long history of taking opioid pain meds? Is his pain intensified because of withdrawal now that he is on a lower dose of medication? At the end of the evaluation, it is impossible to explain which scenario best identifies Bob's pain. Bob will need a very understanding, patient, and compassionate physician to explore his care and future options. Hopefully, Bob will find a satisfying solution and not be discharged from his doctor's practice because he complains of increased pain. And Bob, do not run to drugs or alcohol. It will only make your problem worse. Are you struggling with a stronghold of agony? Is your situation similar to Job's when he cried out to God in Job 30, verse 17? My bones are pierced in me at night, and my gnawing pains take no rest. Pain wants to be your master. The enemy encourages a belief about your pain that will steal your peace, kill your voice, and destroy your legacy. Ongoing discomfort is a power that can limit your activities and silence your voice. The powerful distraction of chronic pain makes it challenging to focus past the pain. The experience of physical pain will increase the impact of all the other strongholds. When in pain, 
you feel more isolated, meaningless, powerless, empty, fearful, bitter, and self-centered. The experience of pain is a potent offense that can be used by the enemy. What is the enemy's lie regarding agony? The enemy can use pain to whisper to you that God does not care. The enemy wants you to believe that you have to limit or extinguish your voice until your pain is controlled. The enemy also wants you to think you need to focus on your pain to get it under control. So how should we deal with the stronghold of agony? The first step in coping with agony is to humble yourself and pray. Part of humbling yourself is asking for help in dealing with pain. You do not want to ignore an episode of chest pain with shortness of breath, left arm and jaw pain as a spell of indigestion. If you are experiencing a new onset of pain, you should get it evaluated and, if possible, diagnosed. Do not be foolish or arrogant. Do not be like the fool I heard about from a colleague working in the medical tent at the Boston Marathon's finish line. A runner limped into the medical tent after completing the marathon, crying that his ankle was fractured. When asked how he knew it was fractured, he reported, Well, that is what the x-ray showed yesterday. Be wise. If you experience a new pain, check it out, ask about treatment options, and then pray about what options you should follow. Uncertainty about a new pain will give that pain more power than it deserves. If you live with physical pain, you need to live as if you are vulnerable to developing a possible addiction. Do all you can to find and use other methods for pain control. If you need to be on prescription opioids, do all you can to limit the treatment dose and duration. Secondly, do not believe the enemy's lies. God still loves you, even when you don't have all the answers or solutions. God has not abandoned you. You still have worth in His kingdom, and your voice is still necessary. Thirdly, do not focus on the pain. Pain that you focus on quickly turns agony into uncontrollable misery. Several years ago, when pharmaceutical companies evaluated the benefits of their new pain-controlling treatments, they would have the study subjects record a daily pain journal. They quickly learned that if you keep a pain journal, your pain will increase, if you are on medication or not. Current studies now focus on improved function and not the level of pain. Fourthly, do what you can with caution. Once you have ruled out severe, treatable conditions, do not submit to the pain. Stay active and do not isolate yourself. Fifthly, do not let the pain distract you from your role in God's kingdom. Seek God with your whole being. Love and serve God and others. Use your voice. Write down what you are thankful for daily. Follow the encouragement in Philippians 4, verse 8. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, 
beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. Consider Jeremiah's cry to God in Jeremiah 15, verse 18. Why is my pain perpetual, and my wounds incurable, which refuse to be healed? Will you surely be to me like an unreliable stream as waters that fail? And then consider God's response to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 15, verses 20 and 21. For I am with you to save you and deliver you, says the Lord. I will deliver you from the hand of the wicked, and I will redeem you from the grip of the terrible. Lastly, as you humbly seek God and pray, always remain thankful. Ask others to pray for you as instructed in James 5, verses 14 to 16. Are there any sick among you? Then ask the elders of the church to come and pray over the sick and anoint them with oil in the name of our Lord. And the prayer of faith will heal the sick and the Lord will raise them up. And if they have committed sins, they will be forgiven. Confess and acknowledge how you have offended one another and then pray for one another to be instantly healed. For tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer. If you live with agony, then humbly seek God, pray, remain thankful, and continue to exercise and use your God-given voice. Do not believe the lie of the enemy. Meditate on Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand.